how do you get established in a new area of the business and develop all the relationships that you need to be seen as the next rising leader? I would love for you to meet Monica, who is here to share her journey with the Sister Smart Coaching Program and how it's affected her life. As you listen to her journey of getting established in her new department so that she can be seen as that next person to be promoted, I hope you'll be inspired so that you can do this as well. Monica works for a large pharmaceutical company, and she changed to a totally new department shortly after we started working together. She's working at a higher level, and she needed to be able to step up her executive presence and her communication skills to succeed. And she has done the work. (laughs) When I spoke with her manager in a stakeholder interview, I was taken by how invested he is in her success. And I know that she made that happen. So let's meet Monica to learn more about her journey. I'm Jill Avey, a career success coach, and this is Sister Smart Leadership, the show that explores how women can rise from director to vice president and beyond by fully leaning into their feminine energy as their biggest advantage. Let's get you one step closer to the recognition and promotion you deserve. I'm taking a brief break from this episode to ask. Do you feel stuck and unclear about what you need to do to get promoted from director to vice president and beyond? Take the next step and get the free Passport to Promotion private podcast where you'll get the seven-step method to use to get promoted. In each episode, you'll find a tangible concept with real-life examples from my clients on how they were able to use that strategy to reach their next level, plus an action step you can take right now to accelerate your path to promotion. You can find the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. What were you experiencing that made you want to reach out and get guidance from an executive coach? I felt like I was stuck. I was doing all the stuff, all I was reading all the books and I was doing all the right things, but I wasn't maybe executing. I knew what to do, but I still felt very stuck. Like I wasn't moving forward in any Then I decided maybe I could use some help. And I spoke with a few different executive coaches and I asked their references. They all had great references, but there was something about when I spoke with you, I felt more connected to you and you didn't necessarily pressure me into making a decision. I just knew at that time (laughs) that if I needed any help, then you would be the person that would be able to help me. And I'm so glad that I did at the end of my journey I feel like it's opened up such a big world for me in terms of thinking and doing things, not just in my professional life, but also in my personal life. I I think I've had a tremendous amount of growth uh, after all our one-on-one sessions. I've seen it. I really have. (laughs) (laughs) And you were really careful about making that decision. What are some of the things that you were weighing that you were considering about before you started a coaching program? What I was looking at was... I needed help, but I wasn't sure if a group setting would be good for me or a one-on-one session would work for me. And that was one of the things I was weighing. I was weighing how much it's going to cost. I was was weighing in how much it's really going to help me. What is it going to bring into my life that I don't have? And I said, well, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I have an opportunity to work with someone who is so passionate and so talented and who's been there, who's who's worked in the corporate world, knows how things happen in in that world. 
else better and not somebody who's connected into my world at all, somebody from an outside perspective. So I looked at all that and then I also talked with some of the references that the different coaches and Eugil have provided to me. And it took me some time to make that decision. But eventually, after putting it all together, my bottom line was there was a very strong gut instinct, of course. And I said, well, let's go for it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm willing to put in the time and the effort into it. So let's go for it. And that's how I made my decision. This is a huge investment to make for most people. I would love to hear your thoughts on that piece, if you're willing to talk about it. Yeah. So one of the things I did think about is that I spend this time, the investment of time, first and foremost, is, is significant because you're meeting and there's homework to be done. And there's a lot of deep work that needs to get done. And then there's the investment of the actual costs of the whole program. And I figured that if I do well and I spend that time and effort, I will get to the next level and more than make up for the time that I spent, the money that I spent on this, on the program. And although that's not happened right now, but I do see that I am being groomed for that next level. Obviously, the signs are there in place to get to that next level. And that's been part of the training. So, you know, I feel like this is a small price to pay for that bigger gain to get to the next level, which will happen. Sometimes people get it much earlier. They're like in eight, nine months or something like that. But these are real changes you have to make. They just take time. Something that you've been living with for most of your adult life, the beliefs, the thoughts, that has to change. Many times it just cannot happen in eight or nine months. It just takes time. and. Sometimes the changes happen in you internally, but it takes time for other people to be able to see it. Mm -hmm. And so I thought through all of that and I said, well, it's okay. Let's, let's do it. What's the, what's the biggest thing? It's some money. That's all. But it, it brings about such a huge perspective. Like I said, it just, it helps not just in your professional life, but also hugely in your personal life. It's helped me gain respect in my own home much more than what I had before. Money comes and money goes, isn't it? <laughs> I think these, some of these other things that you gain is, is a lot more, is a lot more, yeah. So that's how I looked at it. And that's how I thought about making this, this investment. I tried to get my company, but I think a lot of things were going on at that time because I was switching groups. So who would be paying for this and all that was coming along. But nevertheless, I still went ahead and, and did it. I, I didn't wait for the company to pay for it. You were hoping to get your promotion this year, but... You didn't, and you got a, a signal from your boss that you needed to put some more time in. And But I know from speaking to your manager that he's highly invested in your success, too. And tell me about what you expect to be getting from this program. Like, what are the results that you think that will be coming for you? My supervisor and Jill had a great conversation, I think, about my career growth. And he's a VP who's really invested in my my growth and he was able to provide confidential feedback to you and you, know, you were able to translate that for me into more bite-sized pieces which I could use. He does communicate with me but it's in a more guarded way. I think having Jill over there really helped. What he had told me was my communication skills could be helped and you were able to give me very specific tasks that I could use for that communication. I've been picking on those and using those 
he has mentioned to me that he is grooming me for the next level, which I think is fantastic because he is a VP. And I feel like he chose me versus others in the group. Others in the groups are, are getting minor assignments. I get picked for all the prime assignments, all the major major stuff. I think that was very helpful as well to actually speak with your supervisor and understand exactly what he's asking for. I always love it when I can do a stakeholder interview because it it does really help to hear from your manager what they're looking for. But also I've been working with you personally so we can translate that to what works for Veronica, not just what works for the company. I, I like to personalize it like that because then you're getting to be your authentic self that way. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. And I think that was a very useful conversation with him. And he always has it in his mind that I have a coach. And he says, maybe you should ask your coach how you can handle some of these things. And <laughs> I like that very much. You know, he, he has it in his mind that I have a coach. So it was very useful. I, I appreciate your time for that too. So you got promote or you got this new role shortly after we started working together. What were the challenges that you were facing when you first came into that role as far as getting to your goals and what you had in mind of where you wanted to go? I think um, I was in another role, which I was not really very happy with. I used some of my networking skills to pitch for another role in another department. And Lo and behold, the head of that department got in touch with me, asking me if I was interested. It was a lateral move. And we had the interview. I wasn't too happy that it was a lateral move, but it was in the direction that I wanted to go in versus my previous role where I was not happy. And this new role is different in a sense that it requires a different skill sets. It's more reading, more thinking, less doing remembering stuff and being able to pull it out of your memory and using it in your interactions with people. So those were some of the challenges. And then negotiating with people, since the new role involves more of that, like I said, it's a more thinking, more negotiating kind of role. So those were some of the challenges that I faced. And my my supervisor joined a couple of months after. He's been in the field for a very, very long time. He, he took me under his arm and under his wing and helped with, okay, this is the direction. This is what we do. This is what you do. This is how it's been about a year now. And, and I was out on vacation where he actually got into the skin of my role. What exactly I do. He was handling everything. And when he came back, when I came back, he said, I'm so glad you're back. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and then he also mentioned, he said, it's very enjoyable what you do. And it's a lot that you do. It's also very enjoyable. And he, he was happy to let, let me take over. But I think he understood the depth of what my, how, how far I have come mm. from what I was to what I am right now under his guidance and under working with you as, as well. Because it was like a, two different mentors trying to get me through. So I know that now I used to be a little hesitant with feedback. But I, I know you told me that feedback is like a gift, right? And I told him that as well. He said, I want to provide you with feedback. I said, it's considered a gift. And that's how. And he, if he gets feedback from other people in the team, that's how he presents it to me also. It's not harsh. It's not damaging. It doesn't hurt you. It's in a very nice way. 
in the context of helping you grow. Mm-hmm. The gift in the context of helping you grow. And I love it. It's really helpful if you have somebody who's got your back that way. Actually thinks about getting you to the next level with all this feedback. And so the other day we were preparing a list of people because mid-years are coming through. And um, we started preparing a list of people that would provide me. And they are all VPs and senior VPs as well as people from my previous group who I have to work with right now and who were not necessarily happy when I left this first group to the next one. But that feedback is still important. And if they've seen a growth or if they've seen a change in me, we need to make a note of that, right? We have to record that as part of the mid-year review or as a final or to help you grow into the next level. Uh, as long as you see a change and movement in the right direction, there is, that's positive. That's what you want uh, to be happening. Uh, and if you feel like there's no change happening or nothing has changed, then that also needs to be noted. So we are in that situation right now where all these VPs and everybody are going to be giving feedback. And that is so important because they are so important. This is that network that you create for getting you to the next level. And if some of their feedback is taken into consideration and changes made accordingly, you're almost there, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's been helpful. <laughs> You've worked really hard on establishing those relationships, and so it's really coming to fruition for you. Yes, absolutely. I make it a point now when we have to go to the office that I set up lunches or one-on-ones with the senior management. Once in a while, I send them articles of interest to them. I work with a lot of doctors. They're all MDs, and they're very much interested in different clinical trials and how many of them are competing with our clinical trials. I understand all that pretty well. And they don't have time to read through all of that stuff. So I put it all together and I send it to them. I get nice thank you notes or I get a little bit of a, this was so useful to us or something like that. Those are ways I try to establish and keep in touch with everybody. I also am careful in when I have these meetings, I prepare very well before. It's not just take it as it goes. I I prepare well in the sense what do we act? What do I want to get out of this meeting? Uh, they don't know that that I have that agenda, but I'm very specific about general talk, and then I get into more details. Like, okay, what do you think about this meeting? What do you think about this particular partner? And how do you think we can make more out of an alliance? Things along those lines. I think it has been incredible because then when I put it all together, it, it sounds like, oh wow, this is exactly what I had thought of yeah. <laughs> or wanted. So yeah. Right. Right. You're doing all that legwork ahead of time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And you've worked really hard on your interpersonal skills too, because you've got some personalities to, to deal with in this role. You know, you've got lawyers and doctors and all kinds of senior leaders that you're working with and it can be a little rough and tumble sometimes. (laughs) Yes. A lot of the senior leadership, the lawyers and the doctors, a lot of them are males. In fact, I would say (laughs) 90, 95, 98%. 100% is all men. And uh, with women, it's it's a little different in terms of the interactions. With men, I think one of your earlier videos had talked about it, that men are constantly playing. They're in the game more most of the times, and then they're friends after that. So they can be making fun of each other and putting each other down, but they're still friends at the end of the day, which is not exactly how women work. Because I work with mostly men, I've learned that part where it's okay. I don't have to feel hurt every time they express an opinion. 
Sometimes, for example, they would say something like, I know my space more than you do. And earlier me would have actually felt very bad. <laughs> oh my God, why did you say that to me? I know my space. You think lower of me, but not anymore. I developed the thick skin. I was like, okay, whatever, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> That's okay. Let's move on. Because if I let my thoughts get into the way of, oh my God, it's all about me. It's not all about me. We got to move forward in the next discussion topic or whatever. I cannot sit there hovering on the negativity of what was said before and what it meant and all that. We have to move on. That's helped me tremendously. Developing a thick skin is very important in a male-dominated industry because that's how they work. They're not sitting there thinking about your feelings. (laughs) Especially in your business. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You just move on, you know, you're not going to sit there and take it personal. What parts of the program were helpful for you in doing that? So I think earlier there was a section and I forget exactly which module it was, but it was on how men and women are different. Mm-hmm. I think maybe module one, very early on it was there. Um, in the executive presence. It maybe, maybe, yes, yeah. maybe in the executive presence. It was there. And yeah, that that's where I realized, yeah, that's true, isn't it? And we never really talk about those things. We just continue on and continue on feeling bad and staying away from people or whatever. Right. But it's, yeah. And, and I really like it, actually. I like it that they don't hold on grudges and they don't do these. They just move on and they don't remember this. Let's let's make decisions. So this, working with the senior leadership now, I've begun to realize that that's exactly what they're looking for. Also in folks who are going to be in the succession planning, not people who are holding on to all these different things and this and that. And it's very clear cut, very, very clear cut. This is what we need to get done. And we don't need to have a whole jing bang of things. It doesn't matter people's feelings at this point. Keep them aside. I mean, they are important not to say, but, you know, let's cut to the chase and get to the end, end result. And I really like that. Very clear cut. The meditation that I've been doing, that PQ reps and the meditation part has, has really helped a lot in everything, actually. That's become like more of a primary focus now. <laughs> more than I started off having the career being the focus and I didn't realize how much these tools that I use in that this one tool becomes so much more primary than everything else. Because if you take care of that one thing, everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. I feel like my meditation just helps me be more self-aware something I wasn't before I started this program and started with PQ repping and how my sabotages are holding me back again everywhere in my life so the judge is still there just not as strong just not as strong and that helps redirect your energies in the right direction you're not wasting time judging people you're just focusing on what you need to get done and that inner voice that inner witness helps you get through a lot of things the inner witness just you just have answers that come through when I first started I kept asking you right if I don't have the saboteurs what else am I you know what am I with all my saboteurs without them and you had given me an answer no that's just you and I didn't understand it at that time Oh, yeah, yeah. That voice is just silenced. You're not good enough. No, you're fantastic. (laughs) I do not. But, you know, it's more it's more reasonable. It's not like you're horrible or you're fantastic. It's more it's like a reasonable. We have done this better. This was a good response. 
something along those lines versus beating yourself down. Yeah. I think that was a very important part of this program. I often call this emotional balance where what you're talking about is that you don't have as much of the highs and lows of like, oh my gosh, this was great. And then, oh, it was terrible because I didn't do a good job here. And you're even speaking about that in your meetings where you're not taking things as personally so you can just let go and just do the work and not have as much of the emotional piece of it. It's not that you're not feeling your emotions still, but they just aren't as necessary, it sounds like. I took the retreat in, in December when I went away on vacation again to Florida. I got that time to the deep work, which helped me. And it was right, I think, in the middle of the, of the whole program. It helped me assess so many different things. It, it first and foremost, like I said, made me fertile to input. And that input I utilized on what, how I want to utilize how use that for my growth. What do I want in life? There's a whole, like, I think, guide that on the personal retreat where you can utilize, just keep that time away to think about what you want to do and what's important to you. What did you get from the personal strategy retreat that you wouldn't have gotten if you didn't take that time away? It gave me a lot of time to think. And I think that's when I realized that my career is important, but I am important as well. And what I, I was putting so much emphasis on my career and the other aspect of my peace, my health, myself was, was getting neglected. And when I went into that deep work, that's when I realized that if I take care of this part, the other things will fall into place. I'm running behind the wrong things. I, I need to first fix this part myself, my mental health, what I really want in life. And I think that's where I, I upped my thing on, on meditation as well. Tell me about what it was like going through the program as a woman of color. I try to make it a really inclusive space and I would love to hear how that went for you. So I, I think the color part, I got that. I got educated in the United States. The color part, I don't think held me back, but the woman part held me back. The way I look at things, the way, like I said, the emotional as I'm not saying that we don't need emotional, just being too emotional men can't handle it. And if you're working in a highly male-dominated industry, you have to learn to think like them. And I wish it was the other way around where they would have to think like us, but they don't. They might get labeled as too girly then, and they don't want that. Instead, if you want to win in the game, you got to think like them and, and keep that, the, the, oh my God, embarrassment, how does this look and how does that look? No. Keep all that away. We got to focus on the work and how are we going to the next steps? They are also highly political. Men tend to be highly political as well. And you have to understand that political game. Like I said, you have to know how to play the game, how they play it. That means if you can get a male mentor who can help you guide through some of these things because they have their tend, they get, tend to be territorial, they tend to be political, they tend to be not going without whoever's in the way, they'll keep them aside to go forward. You have to understand all that. And if you are going to be in that way, you might get hit. And it's not personal. It is not personal at all. 
the earlier you learn about those kind of things, the easier it gets for you on how to navigate your way through some of these things, on how to achieve your objectives through some of these things. So that's what I, I, I got from the meditation, I think. The meditation and the program, I was able to get some of these things, like executive presence. No point arguing over small little things, you know, just in a meeting also, no point. I'm right, you're right, doesn't matter. Okay, let's agree to disagree. Move, next steps, you know, that sort of thing. Just, yeah, that's that's what I, I do. And being able to project that confidence, being able to speak your mind. They can't read your mind. They can't read your body language. Speak your mind, say what you're thinking and be very clear about it. And I can feel that my influence, and I say it now because I went on vacation and came back. When I came back, I realized that a lot of things my boss couldn't handle and it was left to me to negotiate with the senior management because I have to influence. Um, so now he uses me to negotiate, to create that. So it made me realize I do have a lot of influence. Once I was able to put all those other things aside, that's, I think that's helped me. The girl part, the women part helped me. The color part, I'm not so sure. But the program worked for you even as a, as a woman of color. I guess that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, it, it did help me uh, navigate my way through a lot of different things with all these, with all the men that I work with. <laughs> yeah. You also got a lot from the conversational intelligence part in navigating how you're having these conversations, didn't you? That is right. I was having some issues with another person. She was always being challenging and like everything I did was to be challenged. And that was pulling me down because a lot of my energy was going in placating her, in trying to get her done with so that she doesn't bother my other next steps. And some of the conversational intelligence and the discussions that I've had, and I've also actually, the one-on-ones I used to have where she used to just bulldoze me, I got my boss involved with some of those things. And once we had that conversation about we're all trying to get to this final, there's no point trying to put someone down or anything. Having that very honest conversation helped. Now we work as we help each other out. It's not that combative relationship that was before. It, it's, it's more collaborative now. We're trying to get to an, a common goal. We're trying to help each other out. I think that that helped. And I know next time I run into an issue like this, um, I, I know how I'll be able to handle some of these people, the naysayers, the naysayers of the team. So you, you have this this bigger role and this new ad- additional responsibilities, and you've really grown in this role over the time that we've been working together. How do you balance that with staying authentic to yourself and your own feminine leadership style? You talked about needing to meet the men where they are, but yet how do you keep you where you are? So you know how you did the knowing yourself, the first, very first thing? That is so key, right? In knowing yourself and what are your negotiables, non-negotiables, who you are, what your strengths are. What you're talking about is that you did the work to know yourself and that you know when you're getting away from that and you bring it back in. Yes, I do. I do. Absolutely. I bring it back in. But 
you can't always because it's usually a group decision. But, you know, you have to live with yourself, which means at least I said it. I made my voice heard, you know, mm-hmm. and you're confident enough to bring it out. It's not just you mutter around you think, should I say anything or not? It's more in this kind of a group setting. You're like, no, I have to voice what I'm thinking. That's part of who I am. This yeah. is what I bring to the table. So I have to speak it out right now. Yeah. And many times it is appreciated that it was maybe a different viewpoint and it was brought to the table. It may not be with a popular decision, but at least you're making your voice be heard. And then you're being a team player and going along with the, what the team decides because that's the way that's, yep. you know, we don't always get our way, right? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then eventually you yeah, move on. Do you have any advice for women who might be considering this program but are on the fence? I would say go for it. It is an investment of time. It's an investment of money, but it's more time. That's the precious thing, you know, because time never comes back. But I think the output that you're going to get from it is so transforming, life transforming, not just for your career, but also your personal life in your interactions with people, in in anything that you ever wanted to do. Because it's almost, it's like I said, like the PQ repping and the meditation and all of that, knowing yourself is life transforming. So many of us go through life unaware. And this program helps draw that attention into yourself and, and how you perform, how you show up in the world and what changes you could make to show up a little bit differently. So I would say go for it. Oh, I would say you. go for it, yes. I hope I hope you inspire some people to do just that. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. That's been my experience. And everybody's different, you know, and everybody's at a different stage. And like I said, there's that fertile period, that fertile time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's at different stage. Sometimes they are at that stage and sometimes they are not. I'm not sure, Jill, if I, if I had met you many years ago when I was in a different stage of my life that I would have gone for it came at a different stage of my life when I really, really wanted to make that difference. But when my kids were little, I I don't know if I would have done it. It happens at the right time. But I highly recommend if you have the opportunity, if not now, then when? Let me ask you the last question. Something that I like to ask everybody, because I think we all need women to look up to, is, is there a woman leader that you look up to? Yes, there are people that I look up to. There was a lady that I asked her if she would mentor me, but she left the company. Robin, her name is Robin, and she left the company and now I don't have a relationship with her, but she was a person. She was just awesome. Like in terms of speed of understanding. So when you, for example, when you sit in a meeting, right? This is an example of what I'm saying. Everybody's saying things, but to be able to assimilate what everybody's saying in their language, it's English, but they're all speaking in their own language. You assimilate everything and then you are able to process that and come up with the solution fairly quickly and and summarize what they're saying. So you are saying this, 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 and this, these are the points. And therefore I only see this way as a direction. That in my mind is like the ultimate where you are able to align this whole team. Guys, this is what we have to do. No arguments, no side talk, no this and that. This is where we're going. Your voice, your projection, your ability to process and present that in a clear format for everybody to follow. 
that is what this lady could do. And I wanted to learn how she did that. Now she's in another company. I could still reach out to her, but I haven't done that. And you have your muse, though, to look to think of, like, how would she do that? And if you're at a crossroads, you can think about her and, and be inspired by that. That's wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I'm so excited to be able to hear some of your story that I don't even get to hear these things as we're working together. It's wonderful. Thank you, Jill. Thank you for your time. I hope you're able to get more people and that you're able to help more people live their best life. I, I think this, this investing in yourself helps you live your best life. And I think that's what you should be doing, right? That's I the hope. hard part. Yes, yep. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and there's so much information, so much out there. I think you need a mentor and a guide to you in the right way and everybody's in a different stage right you have to have the right tools at the right time that's i think part of what the program gave me if you found monica's story inspiring or helpful and you're watching this on youtube please let us know in the comments which part you like the most and if you'd like to hear more about the sister smart women's leadership process and how it might work for you download my private podcast on the seven step passport to promotion on the sistersmart.com website the link is below in the show notes. If you want to dive deeper into women's leadership and how to move up in your career, subscribe either on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more women get into leadership and stay there. And if that's aligned with you, I'd love for you to be part of this community and tune into more episodes on Sister Smart Leadership that will support you to becoming the leader that you want to be. If you're ready to fully lean into your feminine leadership and get promoted from director to vice president and beyond, hit that subscribe button so you'll get all the episodes to come. And check out the recommended video here to see how women are rising up without playing by the old rules that built these male-dominated industries and systems. If you're seeing just how differently women lead and how by doing so, women leaders can gain influence, restore balance, and earn the recognition and promotions they deserve, I would love it if you left a rating and review. I read each one and these reviews make it possible for me to reach more women leaders like you so they can rise up as far as they'd like without getting stuck.